Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Joshua chapter 2. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go, look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab, and they stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, Look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab. Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house, because they've come to spy out the whole land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know which way they went. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax that she had laid out on the roof. So the men set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of the Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the gate was shut. Before the spies laid down for the night, she went up on the roof, and she said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land, and that a great fear of you has fallen on us, so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to Sion and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear, and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family, because I've shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and that you will save us all from death." Our lives for your lives, the men assured her. If you don't tell what we are doing, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us the land. So she let them down by a rope through the window, for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. She said to them, Go to the hills so the pursuers will not find you. Hide yourselves there three days until they return, and then go on your way. Now the men had said to her, This oath you made us swear will not be binding on us unless when we enter the land you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us out, and unless you have brought your father and mother and your brothers and all your family into your house. If any of them go outside your house into the street, their blood will be on their own heads. We will not be responsible. As for those who are in the house with you, Their blood will be on our head if a hand is laid on them. But if you tell what we're doing, we will be released from the oath you made us swear. Agreed, she replied. Let it be as you say. So she sent them away, and they departed, and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. When they left, they went into the hills and stayed there three days, until the pursuers had searched all along the road and returned without finding them. Then the two men started back. They went down out of the hills, forded the river, and came to Joshua, son of Nun. And they told him everything that had happened to them. They said to Joshua, 
The Lord has surely given the whole land into our hands. All of the people are melting in fear because of us. And so as you see, this um, narrative is heating up. The first verse, Joshua interestingly chooses two spies to go and check out the land. Now, you may recall that 40 years earlier, Moses selected 12 spies and 10 came back with an evil report, two came back with a good report. Joshua this time didn't select 12 spies. He selected only two. I wonder if it was in his mind uh, what had happened 40 years before, that only two men had a good report. I wonder if he was very careful in the two spies that he chose, that they would be people like he and Caleb had been 40 years earlier, that would see it through the lens of faith and not in the natural, the obstacles of involved with taking the city of Jericho. But whatever the case, he chose two spies. And so these two spies entered into a house of a prostitute named Rahab, and they stayed there. Now, there's been some scholarly pursuit over the word that's used and translated here as prostitute, that it may be that she was an innkeeper and not a a prostitute per se. We don't know, but traditionally she's been considered to have been a prostitute. And so they stayed in the house of this woman. Her name is Rahab. And the king of Jericho found out that the spies had come, and he sent a message to Rahab saying, you know, bring out these men because they've come to spy out the land. But the woman, uh, Rahab, responded to the king with deception. She said, they they came here, but I didn't know who they were. And at dusk, when it got dark, before the city gate was closed, they left. And I don't know where they've gone. In the meantime, she took them up on the roof and she hid them under some stalks of flax and laid them out on the, uh, on the roof over the top of the spies. And so the spies, before they laid down for the night, she went up and had a conversation with them. And this is what she said in verse 9. I know that the Lord has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. Friends, that is a faith statement. She said, I know that Yahweh has given you this land. And so she knew that their God was God. She knew what God had decreed. She knew that it was going to happen. And then she told them that fear of the Jews had fallen on all of the people of Jericho and really in all of the people in the promised land had heard of the events of the the Red Sea and the different kings that they had defeated on the way there. In verse 11, she said, when we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. And then she struck a bargain. She said, now please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family and um, you'll spare us, you know, from this this certain death that's coming. And so they came up with a plan. They said, um, we'll spare you. This is going to be binding on us. But when we enter the land, you've got to tie a scarlet cord, a red cord in your window. Uh, this is the same window that you're going to let us down out of. And we'll know that it's your house. And then you bring in your family and put everybody that you love and you want spared inside your house. And when we take the city, we'll spot that scarlet cord. All the soldiers will be warned not to destroy the people in that house. And so she said she agreed. She said, let it be as you say. And um, uh, she sent them away. And then immediately she tied this scarlet cord in the window. Now, the, the scarlet cord, I just want to talk about this for a moment. The red cord 
there's a red cord, a redemptive cord that runs all through Scripture. It's interesting that the Lord chose uh, this scarlet cord for the sign and the symbol of protection and deliverance, because we've been protected and delivered by the blood of Jesus, the scarlet blood of Jesus that was shed for our redemption. And so this scarlet cord, many have pointed out down through the years, points redemptively for the Lord's plans for mankind. But in this case, he was redeeming and protecting this Rahab. And so Rahab becomes a a prototype of the Lord's protection, the Lord's redemptive plans. And ultimately, she's joined to Israel. And um, we may talk about that a little further in in, uh, Joshua chapter 6. But she's mentioned in the genealogy of Matthew, as I, I alluded to when I spoke over the introduction, the book of Joshua. She's alluded to in the book of Matthew in chapter 1 as one of the ancestors of Jesus. And so this woman, who at first appears here as a prostitute in the scriptures named Rahab, protected the people of God, ultimately left the destroyed city of Jericho with the people of God, and was grafted into the people of God. So friends, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what your background is. Once you surrender to the God of Israel— and ask for the Lord's redemptive plans to be applied to your life, you become part of the eternal family of God. You have a hope and a future, just like this woman had a hope and a future. At this point, she didn't know. It all seemed kind of tenuous and perilous. But the Lord had a plan to redeem Rahab and indeed her whole family. And friends, the Lord has a plan to redeem you and your whole family. So if you've never surrendered to the living God, I want you to consider surrendering to him today. The Bible says we've all sinned. That means that all of mankind has been separated from God by our sins. But it also says the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so eternal life is before you. That redemptive thread of heaven is extended to you to deliver you from sin and eternal death and separation from God. So today, repent of your sins and ask Jesus to save you. You can pray a simple prayer that sounds like this. Lord, I've been a sinner. I confess my sins. You just pray that in your own words, friends, if you want to, if you've never been joined to the living God. Lord, I've been a sinner, and now I turn from my sins. I ask you to forgive me my sins. Jesus, I want you to forgive me and become my Lord and Savior. Lord, I ask that I would be born again. And God, I want to live the rest of my days and all of eternity with you. Help me, Lord. Forgive me. Save me. Deliver me. Give me a hope and a future now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Friends, if you've prayed that prayer, tell somebody today. Go and find somebody who knows Jesus and share that you've prayed to become part of the family of God. The Lord bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.